lovely welcome to the best podcast in the world. This is your favorite host, Nick Tibusek, and with me is the lovely boss, Rado Bosic. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Good morning in the morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, yeah. Um, the weather here, not so good, but I'm trying to not let that affect me. I love that. Yeah. How about you? Uh, weather is pretty okay. Last last days were pretty rainy, but probably today is going to be a good weather, and um, I'm going to go for a for a hike today. Oh, yeah. I just pulled myself out of work and said, I, I got to do that because I've never done that. I'm living in Austria and I have never done that here. So today is the day. That's a right. little bit of my structure, but men got to do what a man got to do. <laughs> All right. But uh, as, as I already talked about the structure, that's the jump into this. All right. Um, you know, when, when I started training, It's pretty interesting that I always looked for structure. And now that I have structure, I'm always pissed off that I, when, I'm, when I'm getting out of my structure. I don't know if you have the same feeling when something comes into this and you're like, it's going to kill my progress. I mean, it, it, most of the time it doesn't. But once you understood, when you don't have the structure, you don't, you don't, you don't have the progress, then, then, then you're always pissed off of this this. Uh, Oh, I got out of my structure. Do you have the same feelings? Yeah, I do sometimes. Like, um, especially when I have people approach me and like ask me, "Hey, let's do this in this training. You know, let's work out this in this muscle group." And I know this doesn't really re correspond with my training plan, and yeah. I can't really do it. So it's really tough for me to go out of my plan and out of the structure and you know do something differently because I know it doesn't really relate to where I want to go. You know, because this structure is predominantly made like this to bring me to my goals, nothing else. And if I throw some something, throw in something that's you know just random and that I didn't plan, of course it's going to have. I wouldn't say a negative effect, but it's going to have an effect on everything else. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy because when 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 I started training, I think like the first two or three years, maybe four years, nah, not four years, but I think around about three years. I always throwed in stuff. Now I was always like, okay, today I'm going to train. What am I going to, what am I going to do today? And I didn't even have a structure or something, not a plan, nothing. I was like, today is a new day. What am I going to do today? And I ne never reached any goals of what I really wanted to learn. I mean, I had my muscle up. I think that was something I learned, but um, that, that was more, I think more out of nowhere because It took me quite a while to to get to get to the muscle up in the beginning, uh, but I think it, it was a little bit because I had no structure or something. It was like I did randomly some some high pulls and stuff like that, but I never really worked on it. And when I when I look at what what uh, we can reach with um, the clients that we have now how easy it is for most of them to reach the muscle up during, I mean, we, we have people like, it don't even take them three months to get there just because we give them a good structure for, for learning this stuff. And when, I wish I had that in the beginning, actually. Uh -huh. But in the beginning, it was more about, yeah, what am I going to do today? 
oh, let's try something. Oh, that's going to be fun. And then it's all about that. And I, I was, I was always about the, the fun on that day, but I never, never thought about how much fun it is to actually get really strong. Now, nowadays that I have more structure, I'm like, oh yes, I'm really looking forward to that planned session. Oh, let's let's do this. Some more progress, and I'm, I'm. It's it's a little bit different to that. Of course, I don't have this. Uh, when when a friend comes over and uh, says, "Yeah, let's let's train stuff like that," and it's it's not this thing of, "Yeah, we do it together." fun anymore which is something i thought of uh, am i missing that and i'm actually not because most of my friends they have their own plans and structure like that and you you are training together in the same gym and stuff like that and you're pushing each other to 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 to, to go through through the pain <laughs> but um it, it's not like he has to do the same thing than me you know And the same way sometimes. Uh, do you remember this when you when you were in the beginning? Both people had to do the, exactly the same thing when you had a training partner. And no. No, nowadays, I'm I'm not like that anymore. I'm I'm more like, okay. I I mean, as an example, when I meet Dennis in the gym and he has to do some some planche holds, and I have to do some back squats. That's completely different. But each of us push the other to to go harder. You know, and it's 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 the same feeling because when you're doing your set, you're doing your set. It doesn't matter. And um, that that was that was uh, something uh, I always was in fear of of maybe maybe not having so much fun in training when um, when I don't when when I do have some structure and stuff like that. But it turned out to, to never be like that. I can do whatever I want to. But I actually, I'm I'm more into. I like to stick to my plan and be able to to have fun with that a lot. How was your experience with that? Yeah, like at the start, it was basically the same. Like uh, we would go into the park and meet up and just like randomly select exercises that we do. Like you don't have anything in plan in terms of like knowing in advance what you're gonna do. So it's just like depending on our mood, depending on the weather, whatever, you know, um, we set up the training and we do that for the day. So I had no idea what I'm going to do in the next two days, you know, of training. So no strict plan, nothing. Um, and the same goes for the days where I was like Olympic weightlifting. I, I would just come into the gym, uh, probably do some random stuff that I'd be given from the trainer's time um, and then do my own stuff, like what I felt like. And I remember like, Uh, one of the first programs that I did was the Russian squat program. So this just proves, you know, like you, <laughs> even though it's not a great program, like you still need to have something, some sort of programming and a plan in order to really reach something because I really wanted to reach a two times bodyweight uh, basketball. And I knew that, okay, just doing random stuff and just maxing out randomly in the basketball won't bring me anywhere, you know? Yeah, especially with the stupid stuff that we did. We were like doing, um, and this is, I'm not kidding. Like we did 20 sets of back squats followed by like 20 sets of front squats. So this, yeah, this period of training and yeah, for the upper body, it was uh, like 
um, 500 pull-ups, 1,000 dips, uh, that's a workout session. That's it. Just do five, five, five reps of pull-ups, 10 reps of dips, 400 sets, and you're done for today. Um, <laughs> but it, and it's not like I regret that time. You know, I think it, it was a valuable time growing. Of course, I could have been uh, further away with the good plan and the coach. Uh, but I think like all of that played a big role to bring them around today, you know, um, especially like the developing the mental side of things, because yeah, yeah, mentally you just have to be ready to do something like that. And I was a kid, like 16, 17 years old. Um, it was a fun experience for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just as you said, you know, everyone was doing the same weights. I had my pal who was basically my mentor and he was older than me and he's older than me and he trained longer than me. Yeah. So you, you, you have this discrepancy between a beginner and basically advanced um, athlete. It was fun to catch up to him, you know, but it kind of pushed me and it forced me to grow. So uh, yeah. that's fun stuff. Um, and I think like this realization that you need a plan uh, comes with training maturity. You know, you're just... When you're at the beginning, um, everything works, um, and then you just you, you are allowed you're allowed basically to do uh, basic stuff, random stuff. Yeah. Um, and then once you come to this point where you hit the wall and just hit a plateau, and you feel like okay, so this stuff that I'm working doesn't quite work. This really forces you to dive into research, what I should do, you know, what's the next step, and everything, and it forces you to transition into this part of where you need a structure in the plan. Of course, the most optimal approach would be to have a structure in the plan right from the start, you know? Um, but I think it's also kind of important to acknowledge that not everyone is gonna have that realization right from the start. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine like that. Most important thing is you realize that, you know? Like yeah. The most important thing is you realize you need a plan and a structure, so that's it. Absolutely. But actually, I, I realized that when I was, I don't know, maybe like three years into training. Yeah. But all right, now now I'm gonna do some 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 programs. And what I did was like, yeah, stick to a program for like three or four weeks. And I ah that shit is not working. There must be something that's better than that. Ah, I'm I'm not having the results I thought I'm gonna have. So why why am I am I not the strongest in the world now? I have a program. I need another program. This one is not working. And I, I, I switched. I jumped from program to, to program and, and it never worked out as the one that I really wanted to. And that was so interesting because when I first started with my coach, my first coach, I was like, I think I had my first block like 12 weeks in a row. No deload, anything. I just went through this and you know what i what i learned at that time was like well you never came into the overreaching thing because you never know what's intensity and I, that, that that was pretty interesting because he just pushed me through 12 weeks of and i thought that's hell and it wasn't you know <laughs> and you, you, at that point you don't even know when you are really fatigued when i look into that time now I was like, I, 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 I didn't even have the feeling for, okay, now I'm tired because I sleep a little more shitty. I'm, I'm, I'm having bad form and stuff like that. And I'm always in pain. Something is always like, ah, 
oh, I'm so stiff. I didn't even know that stuff, you know? And it's so interesting to look back into that time to, to see what, what I learned through the years of, Nick, you killed yourself in training and you didn't even know it. That's so interesting to see because I see a lot of, of, of people that we start working with And in the beginning, it's like, for them, it's like, uh, that's so easy what, what we are doing. Why, why am I not in pain all the time? And I said, you don't need to be in pain all the time. There will times come all up when it's, when it's getting really hard. But not every time in training has to be like that. Most of the time in the beginning, we have to rebuild technique of people and they need actually some time to get it adapted to that technique, you know, and you can't do that when you're completely in, in, in rep failure. How, how the fuck are we going to do that? I, I just can't do that. I mean, you, you're going to compensate when you're in a complete set where you go to failure, you're going to compensate. And that's not what we want to learn here. <laughs> but, but that was also a time what I had to learn, you know, in by, by myself when I was at that point and it's so interesting to look back into that time and then see um, the same same thing that happens to to the people that we work today with they, they all go through that and it's always this time where you learn so much about yourself it's super interesting to me yeah for sure like um Just as I talked about it, this phase, after the beginner phase where you find that stuff doesn't work uh, quite as well as it used to, and you dive into this research, like there's so much stuff right now, you know, and it's quite easy to feel overwhelmed. I know I felt overwhelmed. Yes. Because you, you, you think like I have to tackle so many things when it comes to programming for myself, you know, I have to watch out on the volume, how many, how many sets per week, how many sets per muscle group, you know, what rep ranges, what intensities, what exercises, this and that, you know, and everybody is serving their own optimal approach. Yeah. And then when you're at that point, you're like, hey, what the hell am I supposed to do? Um, I know it myself, like, uh, I, I had different phases, like there was a skill phase for me when I wanted to uh, train for gymnastic skills, then I also trained for strength, strength endurance, and then I switched up to weighted calisthenics. And all of this combined with the sheer amount of information that's out there, it's just it's a tough way for someone to, you know, really get to know themselves and stick to a plan for a longer period of time. So I was just like, just like you, switching up training programs every three to four weeks, changing stuff up. And th those weren't like minor changes, like little assistance work. It was just like really radically changing the training plan. Yeah, and repeating that over and over again in the course of a year, and then guess what? I got nowhere. You know, I just stalled with the progress. Nothing happened. Yeah. This, um, this is actually where I wanted to go with that because it, I was I was the same. I, I I understood. Okay, Nick, you you <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta stick to the basics. You gotta learn the techniques, and I I, I tried that. And after four weeks, it didn't work out for me. And I didn't realize it would take a longer time than that, but the effort will be a lot more. 
So I thought after three or four weeks, it has to be fixed already. And it wasn't like that. So I thought, okay, shitty program. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta switch it. This is not helping me. <laughs> so that, that was actually the issue that I always had. And this is actually what, what, what I learned so often from people that we work with, that, that we that we have that in the in the beginning with them. They're like, why am I doing that? Uh, we gotta switch up the program. And I'm yeah, we're going to switch up the program. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I, even with experienced athletes, we're already on a pretty high level because they, they are training for years now. You have them there and, and you tell them, well, I, I love your effort. I love that you are like, I, I want to I wanna get at the best, you know, I want the best program for me. But sometimes it's better to stick to something than to always be on the search for something. Yeah. Because yeah, the yeah, search I, will never end because circumstance, I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no, no. The, the, the search will never end because there will never be this, this one program that always works for you because circumstances in your life will change. I mean, you may have more or less time you may have more or less stress. You, you, you're getting older. That's also a point. I, I feel that now. <laughs> I'm the old man here. I turned 30. and I, It's not like I turned 30 and now I'm old. No, but I definitely recover different to when I was um, 20, 22. You know? But on the other hand, it's also changing when you're getting a little bit more stronger. When you just get stronger, you know, the, the stronger you get, the different you, you just recover from things. And that's also something that a lot of people don't understand. The best program that works now may not be the best program that works later on. And it's, it's um, a little bit difficult for some people to, to understand that you develop and your program has to develop the same way. You know, it's it's different from time to time. It's different what you what you're doing now than what you did in a half a year ago, and that's super interesting because that can be so overwhelming. Because you're you're jumping into a big topic which has so many factors in there, and you're like, oh fuck, I didn't know that. I got to switch it up. Oh, I didn't know that. I got to switch up my program. I didn't know that. Oh. I got to switch up my program. And there are so many things that, like you already said, so many things that that are coming into this and that you 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 read that article and it tells you, oh, you, you got to have that in your program because otherwise you're not going to have progress and stuff like that, you know? And then you see that YouTube video where someone explains to you the science shit. You're like, your head is exploding and you're like, holy, that's the holy grail. I, I need I need to switch everything up. I need to do it that way. And then, and then you switch it up again and you didn't even stick to something. And it was always like, how, how am I going to, 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 to have uh, progress when I never give myself the time to have a progress? Yeah, that's it. Like, Probably one of the most important learnings I've made from that is if it works, don't switch it up, you know? Um, and this is so basic, um, 
but it takes some time. It takes some time to kind of react to that and to um, accept it. Yeah, because this kind of takes away from this freedom of constantly changing stuff up. And of course, doing the same exercise for I don't know twelve weeks isn't fun, huh? as switching it up every time. But it's probably the better approach because this consistent stimulus is a lot more important than you know the different stimuli that you might get by changing stuff up. Um, and yeah, this constant bombarding with information. I mean, when you just look at the YouTube scene. Um, in terms of training and fitness, it's just new content always. Of course, content creators are challenged to do that, but it's just not friendly for people who are new into this stuff, you know? And, and right now it's really tough to tell and to kind of dissipate the information, right? What should be used, what shouldn't be used, what should I listen to, what I shouldn't listen to. And I've learned to do that over time, you know, right? This isn't really valuable for me and important for me. So I'm not going to listen to that because that might potentially kind of interfere with the stuff that I'm doing right now. So it's better not to look at it. You know, it's also, I think, important to have these filters and to know, okay, I'm doing this now. This doesn't matter to me and I'm not going to take a peek at it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, actually, when I look back into that time, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I started working with my own coach at that time because he really helped me with that. Because he just gave me a program. He, he listened to me when I said, okay, I, but I heard that and this and that. And he helped me actually developing my own filters for that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, that, that's, that, that might sound like a good idea, but look at this. This, this is where you want to go. This is what, what you want to reach. And look, this is, this is what, what's happening right now. And this is what's, what's going to happen in about three months with, with the stuff that you're doing. If we switch it up now, all, all of what we did now is gone because you're, you're starting over new. So, Nick, we got to stick to that. We have to, have to um, go on later on, maybe with uh, like a little salt from that idea that you have now. Just take out of this what, what helps you with the program that you're doing already and, and, and put it in there. Have a, have a little part, small part of it and put it in there, not the whole complete thing. And, and this is what, what I mostly learned is sticking to a program and just adding some, some, some salt into, into your soup <laughs> um, was, was the much more effective way than um, actually always starting to cook a new soup you know yeah yeah that was, that was so important to learn and actually i think i've never figured i, I wouldn't have never figured figured out that stuff by myself that fast mm -hmm. and that was that was the, the most important part i think a lot of people are a little bit scared of having this person now ruling your life and this is something I, I actually, I'm, I'm a little bit sad about that because that's not what coaching is about to me, actually, to me, that, that, that's my approach. But um, I'm, I'm someone who likes to, to rule a little bit of the life, definitely, because sometimes it's needed. 
But I think what is mostly important when it comes to coaching, that you actually make the person understand why they are doing the stuff. And this is mostly about by explaining why they are doing the stuff and then asking the right questions. Yeah, it's interesting that um, it's the exact opposite of what coaching should be, you know? So like coaching should free you up in a way and not lock you down. And, yeah. You know, it should give you this freedom to have time to just, you know, you don't have to think about the plan, you just execute it and that's it. And it's not like ruling your life and dictating your life. It's just this one facet. It should free you up because of the freedom that you got. Yeah. But extra time, you don't have to lock yourself up into research and stuff like that. So it's definitely a benefit, absolutely. And the stuff you mentioned, like, yeah, absolutely. This objective eye, having someone else um, track your progress and the way you respond together with you, um, it's so important. Like, over time, I think it's also easy for us to fall into traps of improperly ju judging how we respond. So, you know, an individual might see stuff different for himself than someone else from the outside. And just having this objective gauge, um, it's such a good thing. And then over time, just fine-tune little things. The person knows what's good for you, probably better than you know for yourself, you know? Yeah. And then the, the training plan just grows with you as you develop and as you grow. So does the training plan. Yeah. yeah. And on the other hand, I also experienced people like who were done with that. They were like, I'm, I, I, I don't want to think about it anymore. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Just, just do it for me. Just that, that, that's like, like a done for you job. You know, <laughs> they, they, yeah. they come, to, come to me and, and, and tell me, Nick, I don't want to do this anymore. I need a coach because I'm just overwhelmed. I'm done with that. I just want to give it up. And then we are coming into that. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, we, we can definitely help you with that. But for me, I'm always like, I like to... to to, to build people to that place where they definitely understand what they are doing. Because I think that's just an important thing. When you're doing something, you should understand why you're doing stuff, you know? Um, on, but on the other hand, it's not the athlete's job to be your coach. Not all the time, you know? But um, it, because... As, as someone who's doing that for a living, you're definitely more into that topic as someone who's just having training as a hobby or something, you know? It's it's just different and everybody hates that. When you're completely into training, you hate that topic called, that's not a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Yes, it is, but in the end, <laughs> you have probably a little bit more stuff going on in your life than just training, you know? And that's something, having someone on your side with, with, with being a little bit objective, like you just said, is most of the time very, very helpful. So I, I think I just lost my, 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 my way I wanted to go with this, but. <laughs> yeah, I think you uh, touched on an important topic, like even if you are coached, 
um, you should have the space understanding of why you're doing what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And this just brings a whole nother level to the training plan because you give meaning to it. And once you give meaning to something, you approach it in a completely different way than just, you know, all right, I have this exercise and I have to do it. But if you know the reasoning behind it and where it brings you, why you have it in there, yeah, then you yeah. just approach it a completely different way. Absolutely. This is actually where assistance exercises come in. I mean, it's not like, okay, we, we just do it to, to have a longer period of training. <laughs> let, let, let's do a longer training session. Let's <laughs> do a little bit more pump. <laughs> now it's, most of the time you should, should have, a, have, have a goal where you want to go with that. Um, and it, this is not about only about, about strength training. It's the same thing if you want to build muscle. Everything should have a goal. That's, that's so important to understand here. And sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming because, I mean, I, I just yesterday had a good conversation with Rafi, you know, the guy who, uh, who dipped 135. Yes. And um, he's also having clients. And um, he said, Nick, I do have one guy who's always so into the really small details and he's like when i switch up one set and i i put it away he's like why are you doing that i need that volume and all that stuff and then they they you see people are completely overwhelmed with the information they have i mean yes we have a scientific range of of sets that you should do to to have a proper um hypertrophy for a certain muscle, but it's not like one set is going to to make the big difference because sometimes and most of the times less is more when it comes to training because you just have more focus in the stuff that you're doing. And but but what's really important here is you know you get overwhelmed with the information and lose the view for the bigger picture most of the time. And when, when you lose that, then you're more, most likely to, to lose yourself into details and um, lose yourself into, into all this, 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 oh, this must, and this must work. And, and in the end, this is about building a building, you know, you're building a house. Yes, details matter, but most of the stuff is, it should build a house. And when you are always into so much details, maybe when you're just building the basement and you're thinking about how to build the roof on it, yes, there should be a plan on it, but right now you're building the basement. Or maybe the, 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 the first, how how's that called? First story. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. First story. Yeah. When when you are coming from the basement and the next <laughs> level, maybe yeah. maybe on the first level of the house, and the house should have maybe I don't know. Maybe you're building a very big house, and it's going to have like thirty-seven levels, <laughs> and you're thinking about the roof while you're building the basement for that, and it's like, okay, bro sometimes you're just too much into that and it helps a lot to de-stress yourself because 
basics always work. The base of it always works. And it's not about what kind of curls am I doing in my training to develop a bigger biceps. It's more about are you hitting the biceps with enough intention? Because I know a lot of people who don't even curl and have a bigger biceps than, than people who think about oh, what, what's the best biceps exercise for this little thing that comes up when I do this movement. And, you know, it's people are so much into this really small details and forget the big picture. <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's very, very needed that you have someone who just helps you with that. Hey, 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 bigger picture, bro. Bigger picture. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, it's, it's, I have a story like it's connected to everything that we talked about. Like I coach my brother, um, who is, I would say in an intermediate phase of lifting. Yeah. Um, and he's a proper example of just being overwhelmed by the info that's out there. He's just like uh, almost uh, at the point of uh, being paranoid uh, because he always wants to have everything in an optimal way. And the questions he asks me, like, <laughs> it's sometimes really tough to be a coach and stay calm, you know, especially if you're training someone who's related to you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I get questions, you know, he's doing, like, tension ups in a set. Um, which isn't a bad number, uh, but obviously it's nothing close to being crazy strong. And I get like questions, hey, why I don't have an exercise for my long head of my biceps? You know, you only put exercises for the, for the short head. <laughs> like, Dude, get to 15 chin-ups and your biceps is going to grow, you know, like probably curls don't matter so much for you, you know, like don't worry about the longer, the short head, your biceps as a whole has to develop, you know, Dude, chill out. And this is, this is, I think this is an issue, you know, it's, it's not his fault that he's like that. It's just that he's influenced by everything else in this whole culture of, you know, just pumping up information all the time. Yeah. Man, you know, like long head, short head, why would you worry about that? Hey, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm five years into my training and I don't worry about the long head, short head. About you know, so come it's, on. Here. That, that, that's the point. Because <laughs> The thing with that is, of course, everybody who has to build up some content has to come up with this all, all these little, small little details all the time because you want to be an expert for the other people out there, you know. But actually, what makes what makes the expert is knowing what values, what what really is important for that single person in that single situation right now. That makes the expert, and not showing oh. Look at this. This is the small little detail you are missing in your training because you're not training the long head of your biceps. And come on, bro. Like, 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 if you curl, like the long head is not working. Come on. If if you can isolate only the short head of your biceps out of your curl, I'm very, very, very impressed. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't want to be sometimes like holy man, this is how dare you just be like that? I mean, ah, uh, most of the time, really stick to 
stick to the basics, do it all over again and over and over and over again for the next like 10 years. 10 years. I know everybody hates that. Yeah, when I come up with that stuff, Nick, you really think so? And I'm always like, be patient. Be patient. You will see that. Because when you look back into that, do you really see a person who's already at the point where you want to be? And like maybe like 10 years into training, do you really see a person being so much into that? In in like 99% of, of the, the things, it, people are not so into these details. Because there will come the time when you understand that most of the time it's very important to stick to something and then you find stuff that really brings you fun and then you understand well i have my goals i have to put that together with the stuff that makes that, that's actually fun to me and if i combine that i can stick to it better boom here's your perfect program <laughs> yeah that's it like i think this um thing that you mentioned like does it fit my you know everyday life needs is it applicable in the long term it's such an important facet of a good training program you know because you can build a perfect training plan but you can't stick to it over a longer period of time you can just dish it in the trash you know so i like the saying of having consistent effort is better than having perfect effort short term you know that's it that's most weird and I think you, you, you as a listener already had that right now. That you, you th th these, these things happens to you, and because it, it happens to me, and it still happens sometimes to me. Uh, when I come to my training, I want to switch it up all the time, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm coaching Rado, and Rado is coaching me, and we have the same discu discussions right now sometimes, but. You want to switch up, blah, 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 stick to it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, no. Mm -hmm. Bigger, bigger picture. Because people are like that, because we always want the best for us. So sometimes it really helps to have someone to just who just reminds you on that and helps you sticking to something, doing the stuff that works, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely have to make this offer now because if you need help that we can definitely help you with that if you feel overwhelmed with your training if you have just too much information we can definitely help you we we, we are these experts <laughs> at that point we have to say that so um, if you need any help with that please feel free to shoot us a message yeah? even if it's just on instagram you you can you can hit us up yeah on on bar minus bell coaching um dot de slash links you just hit it if you're um a competitive athlete in the way to tell us things uh, we are the ones who can help you but we are also having our um hybrid athlete program which is for those who want to train like that but not really into competition so feel free to, to contact us we, we are definitely the ones who can help you with that so 
Um, thank you guys for listening to us. I hope this one helps you. I really, I really enjoyed it myself. How did you like it, Vado? That was a good one. Yeah, I like it too. I like That's good. All right. So, Rado, I'm, I'm, I'm done for today. I'm gonna, gonna get a new coffee now. Um, yeah. Enjoy your hike. I, I'm gonna do that. Thanks a lot, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one, and I wish you an amazing weekend. You too. Bye bye.